All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 30th of September. Here's everything that you need to know. Good news first, and I hope that this is a trend. India's daily addition of COVID-19 cases, which has been on the decline for the past week or so, has now fallen to the lowest in nearly a month. The country added just over 70,000 new cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, according to the Health Ministry's latest update. That takes the total tally to just over 61 lakh. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has approved several changes at its board meeting, including those related to delisting of listed subsidiaries, enhanced disclosures relating to forensic audits, and measures for further strengthening the role of debenture trustees. The change pertaining to delisting regulations is a major one. Now, a listed subsidiary will be exempted from the reverse book-building process if it fulfills the prescribed criteria. Listed entities will now also be required to disclose information on initiation of forensic audits by a third party to the stock exchanges without any application of materiality. Now, the Reserve Bank of India has deferred the implementation of two provisions under the Basel III capital rules to avoid adding to strain faced by banks during the COVID-19 crisis. In two separate notifications, the RBI said it would push back the final tranche of the capital conservation buffer and the implementation of the net stable funding ratio by six months. Now, Anil Agarwal is seeking at least $5 billion for a fund that targets companies being sold off by the Indian government, marking a return to the strategy that made him wealthy. Agarwal is targeting $1 billion or more in an initial round of fundraising for the proposed India Direct Investment Fund, according to people familiar with the matter who asked not to be identified. He is apparently already scouting for targets and could spend nearly $10 billion on the first few acquisitions, according to the people that were quoted in that Bloomberg report. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has imposed a penalty of 1 crore rupees on brickwork ratings for lapses while assigning credit ratings to non-convertible debentures of SL Group companies. Brickwork Ratings also failed to review the rating of NCDs of Great Eastern Energy Corporation after another credit rating agency downgraded the NCDs in April 2017 due to delays in servicing of debt uh, and bank facilities on account of a tightening of liquidity. Now, the new law to deduct income tax on e-commerce sales, which kicks in on the 1st of October, will only require online retailers to deduct the levy while making payments to merchants in cases where multiple online aggregators like third-party payment gateways are involved, according to the government. The industry had sought clarity from the government on who would take the onus of deducting 1% tax while making payments to merchants in cases where multiple aggregators or e-commerce players are involved. 
In international news, JP Morgan has admitted wrongdoing and agreed to pay more than $920 million to resolve U.S. authorities' claims of market manipulation involving two of the bank's trading desks, which is the largest sanction ever tied to the illegal practice known as spoofing. U.S. President Donald Trump and his Democratic opponent Joe Biden, meanwhile, are about to face each other in their first debate with the president's taxes added to a list of contentious topics including the Supreme Court, the pandemic, health care and civil rights. Biden is also preparing to face tough questions on China. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended lower yesterday with the Dow and the S&P 500 losing half a percent each and the Nasdaq declining by a third of a percent. And two of the three early risers in the Asia-Pacific region were trading this morning, both in the red. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Good morning to our listeners as well. There's lots to talk about today, from stake sales, targets to IPO updates. So let's get started. India Bulls Housing Finance has launched a buyback of all of its bonds maturing in the next 12 months. It has also sold further stake in Oak North Holdings to a fund managed by Tosca Fund Asset Management for 630 crore rupees. The company has now raised funds to the tune of over 1800 crore rupees in the month of September. Sumitomo Chemicals promoters will be selling 3.3% stake in the company in order to comply with minimum public shareholding norms. The promoter will sell 1.65 crore shares through an offer for sale. The floor price of 270 rupees a share is a 9.2% discount to Tuesday's closing price. The stake sale will bring the promoter shareholding in the company down to 75%. The OFS opens for non-retail investors today, while the date for retail investors will be the 1st of October. Shifting focus to PSUs now, NHPC has signed an MOU with the Power Ministry setting a generation target of 27,500 million units for the year. The company will target revenues worth 8,900 crore rupees this year, while the target for operating profit as a percentage of revenue has been set at 38%. Similarly, the government has also set a revenue aim of 36,000 crore rupees for Power Finance Corporation for FY21. Oil India chairman Sushil Mishra stated that the company hopes to control the blowout at its Assam well in the next two months. The company has estimated the loss from the blowout to be nearly 180 crore rupees. And also watch out for these PSU stocks based on the news of Anil Agarwal's intentions that Alex highlighted earlier in the piece. Away from PSUs, Wellspun Corp has won multiple orders valued at over 1400 crore rupees. The company's current order book now stands at over 6300 crore rupees. On to the three IPOs that opened for subscription on Tuesday. Musgaon Dock Shipbuilders issue was fully subscribed on the first day of bidding. The issue saw overall subscription of 2.1 times with the retail portion being subscribed over 5.5 times. The other issue that was fully subscribed on the first day was Likita Infrastructure. The retail portion here saw subscription of two and a half times. However, UTI AMC saw a subdued response to its IPO on the first day of bidding. The issue was subscribed only 0.27 times with the retail subscription standing at 0.5 times. Institutional subscription was zero. 
Some stocks that were buzzing in Tuesday's session, which I wish to highlight, starting with Crompton Greaves Consumer, which ended over 7% higher on Tuesday and was the top gainer on the mid-cap index. The stock has also closed above its 50-day moving average. Kajaria Ceramics was the top gainer on the small cap index on Tuesday. The stock ended over 5% higher and at the highest level in nearly 7 months. The stock also gained for the third straight day. And GMM Fodler's 9-day losing streak finally came to an end on Tuesday. The stock ended with gains of 5% with Plutus Wealth Management acquiring over 1% stake in the company at just over 3,500 rupees a share. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index is flat around the mark of 11,250. Today is also the final day of the June to September period and it's been a good one for the markets. Both the Sensex and the Nifty have risen close to 9% this quarter as of closing on Tuesday. Four out of the top five gainers this quarter have been IT stocks. While that comes as no surprise, but the top gainer as of Tuesday is JSW Steel with gains of over 50% during the quarter. Do log in to BloombergQuint.com and read our all-you-need-to-know copy for details on all of these stocks, key brokerage updates, FNOQs and a lot more. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.